There's a really big shoe tonight. A really big shoe tonight. And welcome to another spectacular episode, a special, special episode. My name's Dan. And I'm Rob. And this is Who the Hell Are You? Special, special, special edition. Yeah, it's a special edition. It is. We're, get, we, we're over the hump. We have lasted, um, this is what, episode 34? 34. Man, and we're only going to like 50. Look at that. Around there. Oh. So we're we're getting close. We're getting so really close. It's been a good um, time to introduce a little variety to the format. Let's hear it for variety. And that means we're going to bring out the real rarities. Now, for those of you who have grown up in the CD era, you may remember that you know in the late '90s we got this thing called. Uh, burnable CDs, like, oh, you can make your own CD. Oh, it was an amazing time. And, and then cassette, you know, makers, you know, felt the, the blow. Uh, I just went through my cassettes recently. I must have spent <laughs> half a year's salary on cassette tapes when I was younger. Let, let me ask you, though, when you ever, when you made cassettes, like you made a mix cassette, did you ever, like, start over because you didn't get your level right on the second or third song, and you're like, I got to do this whole thing again? I think so. I think that I, 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 I had a few tries, you know, that, that especially if, if you heard more hiss than song. Well, that's what, it, but see, I feel like once I got to the point of I could make my own mix CDs, then like that all went away. I was like, oh, this is, this is drag and drop. Sure. It was, it, it was, was amazing. Kind of self, self, um, copying. Well, we're going to bring back the CD format all day today and we're going to be playing CDs from extremely local bands, bands that never really made it out of their locality. They released independent records, and unless you knew them as friends or you happened upon their show and bought their CD, that's the only way you're going to have it. And to make it even sweeter, we are going to play all these CDs on a play... uh, Sorry, yeah, Sony PlayStation 1. Generation 1. Yeah, the first Sony PlayStation played CDs. For a while, (laughs) people said it was an autophile machine... Uh, audio file machine, but I don't think that's true. Yeah, I can't imagine one of those sitting on top of a Macintosh stereo. Maximize the floodlights Mess up all the mirrors Spin the world on Cuban heels This is the last hour Now, I've listened to this song before, but this is... You could mistake this for Pink Floyd song. I was gonna say Floyd. Even and you can hear the the Beatles influence. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes. This is yeah. the Evergreen State College, the Low Down Dirty Truth, a compilation. It's a yearly compilation of students that were recording in 1999. This is Last Hour of the Teenage Dream by Ryan O'Connor. Ryan O'Connell, huh? Connor. Oh, Ryan O'Connor. Like it's like a good Irish boy. Yeah. But I thought this this would have been a hit. And this is like amazing because this was like you know after the big Seattle explosion, just a few miles up the road. That's right. And they were still recording on tape at this point. Right. So this was this was all done on two-inch tape, I believe. Uh, yeah, I was on I was on 
couple of these, but not in 99. And I don't have any other ones. But there's a lot of different acts on here. Another another uh, Olympia mainstay was El Serioso. Oh, sound, sounds serious. Yes, they were good. Um, it sounds better in Spanish. They wouldn't be the serious. Bad <laughs> English. Also, Autumn K. Dial was in a band called um, Rocket Queen. Oh. There were three girls. Yeah. And uh, I played drums for them. Sounds amazing. Rob and I were the de facto lesbian drummers for the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. If you were a lesbian in the late 90s, early 2000s, Pacific Northwest, you probably knew one of us. Yeah. We, we, we played all those games. Definitely. When Rob and I met, it was one of our bonding moments. It was. <laughs> Interesting. I like this little psych- psychedelic rock. You're right, though, about the... But this is, like, would be really early Floyd. Almost see Emily play Floyd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's their more upbeat stuff, but that beginning just sort of has that more uh, ambient feel. Yeah. Did, did, were these recorded at Evergreen? Yeah. Yeah, this was the Evergreen recording studio. Was this, like, Terry Setter? Uh-huh. That. That's right. Terry Setter, who I think just retired. Any of you audio nerds out there, you'll know there's some microphones named after that guy. The sweet TS1. Right. All right. Well, you know, it's a good way to kick it off with some yeah. Northwest obscurity. Definitely. Northwest rock. Um, on a sweep. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I got to say, just because you can't see it, uh, the controller for for the PlayStation has the play button. It's I I find that amusing. Yes, it actually has a real play button. It's a it's a uh, remote controlled CD player. That's right. Um, well, let's let's do let's go. Uh, I have a lot of Northwest stuff here because that's where I ended up collecting a lot of things initially. Um, but I'm gonna go with a band from Jersey. Oh, from Jersey, the New Jersey, not not Wait, uh, England, not the original Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not you might have something the from the original Jersey, but it would be like on wax cylinder, right? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah. That that would be like um, what was that guy's name where? who sang the kids' songs about cigarette stew? Where where is Jersey? Do we know? Yeah, England. Yeah, is am I right? It's it somewhere. Yeah, England. Very good. That makes sense. Well, this band is called Stillicide. Still aside from their record, throwaway work of art. Uh oh, they have something to say. I bet they do. Yeah. I feel like it's they're just toying with me. Yes, they are. The world you walk is completely covered by trees, hiding the warmth of the sun and leaving you nothing but. Kind of has that 311 feel. Yeah, like the drummer's playing Adrian Snare drum. Yeah. yeah. That 90s snare, right? Oh, yeah. Do it as high as you can. Tighten it a little more. I think this was recorded in 2002 or 3. Using their old uh, digital effect process. This was recorded in a studio in Jersey, a guy that I used to know. Oh, yeah? In his, his like, garage. But it was all finished. And he had like the, the Digio One and uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the earliest Mac 4 g 4 It's very digital. Yeah. I was listening to some digital music the other day with uh, 
Afro Celt sound system. You remember that band? Oh yeah. There's, there's a synthesizer that they use that actually hurts my ears. Like it's so, it's so jagged that when yeah. I listen to it in the car, I'm like, oh. That's the sound. That's the sound of sawtooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the sound of like sixteen-bit audio. Yeah. Or less. They may have you know recorded an eight-bit keyboard. Well, let's see what I thought. Still, sounds going to rock a little harder. Yeah, we're, we're going to check. Suicide sounds like something that. Yeah, might, we're going to check out track number two. Yeah, see what they got. I use my sweet, sweet controller. Oh no, acoustic guitar. Uh, no, how about the next? That'll one? never work. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing what we call CD Rock. Sorry. We tried. Yeah, we tried. The, the, the CD... It's still a side. Is, um, ...is the wimpiest format we've ever had. I, I hate it to is, say it. Yeah, if you breathed on it wrong, it was over. Yeah, everybody, when they sold CDs and they were like, oh, get rid of your records and taste because here's a perfect medium that will never go do, away. It's digital. Do you remember the sweet cleaners they had? Oh, yeah. The little rotating brush? I think I still have one somewhere. Oh, yeah. That was I probably good. need it. It's good times. <laughs> remember scrubbing down my Zeppelin three. Good stuff. A rush, roll the bones. <laughs> Jack, get back. <laughs> All right, Rob, I'm going to play you something. Uh-oh. And I want you to try to identify this. Okay. I'm not even going to give you a, a hint. Okay. But I'll give you a hint if you have trouble. Okay? <laughs> you, you know I'll have trouble. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if you can this. Ah. You know, listeners, <laughs> I used to go see a lot of ska shows down at the Trocadero in Philadelphia. Oh, rest in peace, Trocadero. Rest in peace. And any ska band that came to town usually had this band open for them. One of my favorites. Oh, so good. (laughs) Don't drop the controller. It's going to make men lose. All right, so we are listening to public service. Sweet public service. Of Pennsylvania. I think they started in Penn State, but I think they all came here. They, and they had they had their time. I, I, they play some huge shows. That's right. Who the hell are you? Welcomes. Public service. Back to the limelight. Go check them out. You know, they're still around. I know they're in some capacity. I just don't know what capacity. But. <laughs> It might be a coffee shop. Yeah, they're playing somewhere. Actually, but you know, I will say they, this band spawned a lot of musicians that were went on to much bigger things. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, and uh, this this band, the reincarnation, was our meeting place. It was. Right. Rob came in to try out for the band. I had just joined the band, and um, they weren't going to use them. I said. We should do. We should do our own thing. Then we did. Then we did. That's how. That's how but, this all started. But public service uh, was a great band live, especially. I mean, Scott doesn't translate nearly as well on a recording. No, no. I, I can't. I never. I owned a lot of Sky records, and I never like listened to any of them as much as I like going to the shows. This is uh, this is Chuck Tree's era. 
Who's a great drummer, yeah. Played on this. I can tell because he has the, it's the open left hand on my head. This is all recorded in the 2000s, but... <laughs> the 90s is that, snare was is this, this isn't, like, late 90s? Oh, again, well, maybe. I don't know if... You're right. No, I'm sorry. If this was if this was the original recording, you're right. This was the early 90s. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like they did other recordings, and I wasn't sure if that was the original or not. I, I do know when I used to see them in high school, you couldn't buy a CD of theirs at the show, or at least I never could find them. No. No, they were they were always, but then you know they would be at the truck with the mighty mighty boss tones or the toasters or someone else who would have albums out. Huh. Well, I just happen to have this CD because it says Public Service Master Showcase CD. Now, kids, back in the day, a showcase <laughs> was where you would go play for free, and then you would hand out your promotional CD to everyone who came with your your email, website, or and or phone number on it, and then hopefully you get a gig out of it. Because, ladies and gentlemen. The internet was just not that effective. It wasn't. And actually, I remember doing showcase CDs that just had a phone number because we didn't have email. That's right. You never get a call. I used to make fun of my roommate. Email. Email. Yeah. Silly. Just put a a stamp on it. Nerd. Nerd. All right. This this week, we're not not doing any of our special special, uh, events such as... I uh, don't speak the language or 45 pickup. I know, I know. It's, Come it's coming back. Don't worry. All right. But we'll have all that coming back. Uh, today we are just trying to cram in as much truly, truly um, rare music as possible off of CDs that we are we have personally collected over the over the the millennia. Definitely. Yeah. So Rob, this is another connection that we both have. Uh oh. Another connection. A blast from the past. Is this a Pacific Northwest or a East Coast? Well, you have to tell me. It's almost angelic. <laughs> Or they had tiny speakers. Oh, 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 oh. CD rock. Love me some Black Angel. The Black Angel, or Black Angel. Who was the singer? What was his name? There's a white dude who loves Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he was like, he wanted to be the JK. uh, Uh, What was his name? Is it on the cover? I think it is because it's a super simple pack. Oh, wait, there's something inside. It's awful. Uh, I played a couple shows with them, but I can't remember his name. What is it? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to find it. Oh, wait, here we go. Hold on. Oh, J.R. Pella. Tahoe Jackson and J.R. Pella. Now, Tahoe, I remember her. She was the uh, black lady who sang. And then J.R. was like... An unassuming white dude who sounded like Stevie Wonder. Yeah. They were a killer band. They really were. Yeah, so Rob and I both lived out west but never met each other, but both 
filled in in this band at different times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It was years later at an audition for the public service. That's right. We're, we're sorry. But I found out that Dan was also Dan the drummer <laughs> from Olympia, Olympia, Washington. All right, I'm gonna try one more track here. See if we can get anything to play more than 10 seconds. gentlemen let this be a lesson to all of you if you have cds that mean something to you get them transferred yeah go transfer them right now or yeah. else you're gonna get this yeah. yeah i mean these cds have not been sitting out in my garage they haven't been you know out in the snow they haven't gotten damp they've just been in a closet for 22 years and that's what happened yeah so this, this this entire show could actually be our super local show and our this is why CDs are a terrible format <laughs> and no right. one's ever going to use That's them. That's why again. we always use vinyl. That's right. Vinyl is just forgiving. You can actually look at it and tell if it's not going to play or, or sound uh, pretty terrible. But you don't want it to be out in the sun while you're watching an alcohol-fueled alcohol no. <laughs> funny car. Well, watch yeah. watch your favorite your copy of Diver Down melt right before your eyes. Uh, no, it was uh, it was Van Halen one. Oh, it was one. We were about right. we were about to play uh, Running with the Devil. That's right. And it turned on. It was like and in slow motion, no, as the bubbled up, bubbled up. Yeah, the sun had made a gigantic bubble. All right, let's move on, Robert. Uh oh, Bob. Oh, I have to edit that. No, no, that's fine. His name is aliases. Bob. The next band we're going to listen to actually was somewhat signed and had sort of an East Coast thing, and they were around the same time as Blues Traveler and Morphine and that whole scene in the late 80s, early 90s. And um, The Counting Crows? And the count, yeah. This band is called Acoustic Junction. Oh. And they... I feel like I've heard of these these guys. Yeah, they were they did some regional touring. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, very much. So their the original they, drummer was the drummer who ori- or went to Morphine. Oh. So he was in this band and then he went to play for Morphine. So this is a different drummer, obviously. But I used to cover this song in the nineties. Here we go. Ninety-seven four four. Tougher than simply that. Yeah, I always thought the Jayhawks. Oh yeah. Kind of like James. I feel like you pulled this out at gigs since the nineties. Oh yes, um, I have. Sounds but like not for a long time. Sounds like something you would have drugged me through at a duo gig. Yes, probably in two thousand and four and five when uh, Rob first came to gigs and I went. Well, he said, "What are we playing?" And I'm like, "I don't know." This was definitely a song I still played. 
This is a good song. It's a good song. Well recorded song. Love me some sweet ham and pebble. Somebody should revive this song. You know, if you want to play at the barn party, yeah, you know, just let us know. Details forthcoming. So less is with the yeah the badgers. Play. Badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. The badgers. Here we go. Nineties build. Ready? Yeah. Get it. Get it. That's quite a transition for the drummer from Morphine. To yeah, go, to go from I mean this is a good band, but what a difference to Morphine. Oh, yeah. That was the riskier band. Well, I feel like Mark always has Mark bands always had that kind of rockabilly edge. Yeah, he had the other one with the cocktail drum guy. One of the many, many songs that should have been, could have been, would have been a hit. If it, uh, you know, reached the right people's ears, and, uh, things might have been what, different. What, what year was that? 96. Yeah, see, I th- the problem was, that was the advent of, like, the pooping singer. The baby <laughs> and, and I feel like guys that, you know, people that sang like that with, the, you know, the melody, they got, they got kicked to the side. They're like, no, no, no. All the execs were like, we're looking for the next pooping singer. Yeah, that's true. Unless you can go boo to boo. <laughs> They're not that interested. Yeah, well, yeah, 96 was, was certainly the the final nail of the, the hipster coffin of, of the, the grunge scene. When Entertainment Tonight uh, had an article about how to dress for Lollapalooza, I knew uh, it was all over. Boo. But you know what's funny? That you just played, I feel like that could come out now and be relevant. That's true. Yeah, it's not... It's not really that dated sounding. I agree. I, I, I think that the recording and the, the style is kind of timeless. Uh, so Acoustic Junction, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I, I, I want to make a bet that the lead singer is still playing. That's just my Somewhere. guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I remember his name. Or he's a CPA. One, yeah. of the, one, of the, one of the two. Or he sells real estate. He could sell real estate. In the Valley. I feel like, yeah, well. Yeah. Or, or I'm talking about the Lehigh Valley. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who, what other valley is there? <laughs> is there any other? Well, the Delaware Valley. Yeah, the Delaware. Well, that's that's a slightly bigger valley, but you know, the, it was carved out over millions of years of erosion from the large rivers that came down from the hills. Um, this is a special treat 
this is a guy who uh, has no real equal, and hopefully the CD will work. Fit them words in there. Cowboy, live and suspicious. Well, and he's a rapid cowboy, which I put it to everyone is uh, who came first, this guy or Kid Rock? Because I put my, I'd rather have him. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kid Rock's got nothing on the same. Yeah. This was the. I mean, we'll, we'll jump around a little bit because the CD seems to be uh, unrocked. But this was the only fully produced track. I think the rest of this album is just live. But he used to come up with a jam man. Remember, like the little Casio? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you could play like the the beat and the then beat, scratch. Yeah. It had a little <laughs> like a little disco. Yeah. That you could do this, and he would come up and he would just perform with that. And it was cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I also think this should be in like a Tarantino movie. Oh. Absolutely. You know, you know. I'm surprised it's not. Music nerds like to sit around and make up uh, fictitious soundtracks, you know. And and uh, Tarantino is probably the king of the eclectic soundtrack. So he is. This should be in some scene where they're like rolling through Vegas or some sort of like uh, slow motion scene where everyone's walking, kind of slow motion. Yeah, they're walking across the parking lot. Yeah. That's where they made their plan to murder somebody. Oh, yes. Three-quarter profile. Sun beaming down. Suspicious. Ain't that suspicious? It is. I like the sounds. (laughs) I mean, this was was like... I mean, Beck lived in Olympia in a a very uh, early 90s. Like, this sort of sound was big. I saw a lot of artists that yeah. really embraced the sort of sampling. and. I'm a shell shock man, yes, sir. I'm a shell shock man, by God. Work all day at a dead-end job. Avoid the mirror when I can. Shell shock man. I am a shell shock man. Some rebel and some conform, some grow numb before they're born. Some just clap their hands or paws or anything they got. Is now. this his uh, yes, Tom Steiner? Yeah, I think somebody so. should put a beat to this. I hope I can. That would be an interesting thing to do. <laughs> I am shell shocked. Just remix it because you can cut it up so much now. I'm better than I think I am, but not as good as I pretend. All my life I will defend. The secrets that I lock within. The beat poet, you know, sort of like, um, you know, on the road, beat poetry is kind of part of this. 
the president and all I wonder if he was listening to something when he sang this or if he was just singing it man. out of his head. I think Avoid he just did it. memories when they can. They don't know what's been done to them. Just like them. I am a shell-shocked man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's his buddies. It's live. Is that us? Oh, Jeez. <laughs> hey, we can, we can right. double. Woo! We can double the applause. <laughs> <laughs> Trucker on the road just spilled a heavy load, and his truck it almost rolled off the highway. Well, I hear the train beat on us. Yeah. Ah, but his radio, radio, radio works fine. I remember this song. So he ain't got no troubles on his mind. Well, Sam and Man, the Rap and Cowboy, is pretty prolific. There's there's a good 12 songs on here, and, and some of them are like double songs. You know, so you're really getting a lot of, a lot of tunes. Like but. epic. Like a yeah. rock opera style? Yeah, the rest of it is live, I'm pretty sure. But that first track always uh, jumped out at me. Uh, it was oh. just well-produced, and yeah. it, it has a sound. and Absolutely. And the cover's pretty awesome. It is good. It's a good cover. You'll be able to see all these covers, and this time it'll be CD covers, man. Yeah. We have, we've only had a couple cassettes on there, but most of them have been the full... You know, twelve inch. You know, now we're gonna get down to small format, but yeah. you can see it on Who the Hell Are You podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email us at Who the Hell Are You podcast yahoo.com. And uh, don't hesitate. You know, I mean, keep in contact with us. You know, I mean, we we just want to know how you're doing. Hey, what's happening? Yeah. Well, Rob. All I right. Got, I'm gonna throw in. Let's Baited, throw in a baited curve breath. Here. What do we got? Let's throw in a little curve here. Uh oh. Um, you know, I said we weren't going to do this segment, um, but, you know, I, I think I kind of changed my mind a little bit. Instead of 45 pickup, we're going to do roll the dice. Roll the dice. That's right. Roll the dice. And I want you to actually roll the dice three times. And the first time we'll determine what disc we use, whether it's an even or an odd number. Odd is side one, even is two. Okay. And then two more times for the track number. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. We're I'm rolling the first one. I'm just going to throw it in my hand, right? There you go. Two. Okay, so disc two. Disc two. Okay, five, five. plus. have this many tracks. Ooh, six. I don't know if there's 11 on there, but let's check. 11's the bonus oh, there's certainly, there's certainly 11 tracks. Because back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, CDs could hold 90 minutes of music almost. What, 80, 88 was it or something? Uh, it was... Uh, no, it was a crazy number and had to do with a symphony. Yeah, right. It fit an entire. What was the symphony? I don't. I'll check the Google yeah, machine. The Google it up there. So let's see. We're gonna count. This is, ladies and gentlemen, in 1995 there was a Philadelphia Music Conference, the PMCs, and I was sent there as an ambassador for my college program, and uh, they sent us I, there, and we got these tickets to go into these. Talks. I'd like to interject. I, I played the PMC a few times, and my, my favorite time was I opened for Pete Townsend's brother. Ooh. Which I'm not sure why he was there, because he wasn't fi- from Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he looked just like Pete Townsend. Really? Yeah. What was his uh, name? By the way, it was 74 minutes, and it was because of Beethoven. Uh, oh. we're, uh, sorry. You'll want to rewind this part so you know what we're answering the question. Where's your movement? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
74 minutes was the CD length. All right. Thanks to Beethoven. Anyway, well, go on. Thanks to that. I mean, if a song is <laughs> even four minutes long, I mean, we're, we're now, you know, getting 15, 16 tracks on there. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the, all the ska bands. They're a two-minute song. Punk bands, they have like 40 songs. <laughs> right. I think Green Day's first album was 50, 50 songs, you know? Now, the tricky part about the PlayStation is that there's no display. We have to literally count. Oh. So we're now going to do sort of a... Uh, you, have to, you have to press it 11 times? Yeah, we're going to press it 11 times. Okay, we're going to start it, to make sure we get the play. first one. So here we go. Here's the first song. We're going to hear a little bit of each song. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Duhast. Duhast, Mish. <laughs> OJ. Okay. OJ. OJ. Ooh. This is somebody named Glenn Parks with the song Let Me Die. <laughs> nice tambourine. Yeah, he goes right to the point. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like part of a tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> the hack remains in the tambourine. Well, this is, this is totally uh, 95. And, oh, yeah. On that fateful day. On that fateful day. Reminds me of the song a few weeks ago. Uh, what a way to end it all. <laughs> he's not really singing, he's just sort of talking animated. Mm. I picture a guy like flying all over the stage over the song. Yeah. It's interesting that it's just Glenn Parks. There's no band. It's just him. So the band didn't need any, any billing. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go. To, let's just let's take a, another right. quick trip. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go to the last track. Thank you, Glenn. Yeah. For that rendition, um, we're gonna go 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Ooh. Oh. All around the world tonight, I can't find my baby. I don't know why. Well, this song is called "Dance with Me." Yeah, it is. By Lisa Leota. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Ooh, this was like the starter pack for like the Korg M1. Yeah, that that. Here it comes, fake trouble. Little porn horn. See, not not all that is expected. It's like uh, it's all polished dance music, and it sounds like the waitresses from that Christmas song. <laughs> Yeah. You forgot cranberries too. Yeah. Wow. To the 
rhythm and back to the rhythm and back to the rhythm and back to the I mean this is every This is everything. From from the dance scene of the mid nineties. Like, the, the the new Jack swing turned into like this sort of mid tempo house beat. Yeah. House is one of those weird genres that I'm like, really? It's a whole genre with the same tempo. It's same like tempo. disco. Yeah. It's the it it's the evolution of disco. It was. Did we talk about this the other night? We've spoken about it at length, actually. Yeah, disco kind of turned into electro house music. Well, because what happened was everybody was playing disco, and then Roger Lynn said, I got a box, I'll just do this. <laughs> And all the drummers got fired. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, instead of paying Bob, let's hit play on that thing. Yeah. Let's do this song. Oh, you mean we don't have to pay and a then, drummer? Oh. And then all the other companies were like, you know what? We could replace Larry on bass and uh, Steve on guitar. And then you have this girl sing into a machine. Well, yeah. Maybe this was done on like the MPC. That could have been. What, it was. what I find interesting, though, is that in this era, though, even all the electronic music was still hit tape at some point yeah I mean maybe not this 95 was when did ADAT come out I think by I feel like by the late 90s everything was oh ADAT. yeah ADAT or DAT you, you were yeah. still going to a master two track yeah. but I think about you know like early 90s like all the electronic music like pretty hate machines still hit tape right shadow 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 I think the doo-wop was a weird touch, but okay. Well, you know. By the way, we looked her up, and she uh, teaches uh, second grade now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I have no idea. Lisa Leota Barnes yeah. works at... Uh, yeah, she's a biology teacher for yeah. William Tennant High School. <laughs> and she doesn't want anyone to remember yeah. her 1995 Every few years, students BMC. bring that CD in to have her sign it, and she says she gives them an F, and they're done. That's right. Maybe that's why we can't get a hold... Of Cheyenne Coates. All this time, you know, we've been trying to uh, find our namesake. Um, yeah. All right. Let's 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 bring it on home here, and and let's listen to a band that's not 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 nearly uh, as old. I believe this came out in 2010. No, 11. 2011. And um, I was turned on to this band by a good friend of ours. Their name is Barnaby Bright. Oh, it's a great band. And this is Gravity. I've tried I've tried everything I know Anything to let you go. Is this guy still playing? I don't know. But I just you should all should go type in Barnaby Bright in your browser right now yeah. and see if they're still playing because if they are, you should go support them because yeah. they're one of my favorite local CDs I've ever had. You know, local CDs in, in our line of work, you know, they just they just handed them out like like handbills, candy. Like they hand out download cards now. But this is a great record. I would have gladly paid money for this record. Here we are, look at this. They just play, they're playing shows in December, so we're here in 2020 now. 
They probably recorded it in 2010, so it could be 10 years old at this point. You know what, 20, I, I, I believe they've moved. I drop it from my heart, please. Shift. Oh yeah. Yes, we are in a golden age of recorded music because everyone can sound good with minimal investment. Whereas 1995, you got an eight-track cassette. Damn, lucky, and that probably didn't sound that great. No, no bandwidth, no width. No, that's that's yes. If you all want to go back have a little field trip back through the songs just guess you know what decade they were recorded in we didn't go back too far i don't i mean cds weren't available for indie bands until the mid 90s anyway so it wasn't even available the real bootlegs are like the cassette tapes and we did play one yeah that guy that was from uh oh, yeah up by the bicycle I remember it well. Dan, I love you, but it's not guaranteed. <laughs> this feels like it should be at the end of movies, too. Like, this should be the credits. This should be, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Credit roller. Good credit roller. Hollywood. Call it. It's played Hollywood. I saw it. Hollywood. Well, Rob, we've come to the end of what I consider to be one of the best shows we've done because this was truly... A departure. Oh, yeah. I mean, this... Anybody who knew these bands, I want you to write us right now. Prove me wrong. That's true. And if you're in one of these bands, write us as well. That's That's right. right. Instagram, do it. Walk 